business. Lincoln here from Turn to Burn FantiFamily.com's Transformational Man Cave, where we encourage you to crush effeminacy and aspire to domestic excellence, continuing on our light raft tour of the devotionals and material that you can use to help to lead your family into some deeper truths. This particular life raft is about youthful succession and we yesterday made ending on a point that good successes good parents plan for their children to carry on their legacy carry on their business and today we're going to be continuing on that thank you for being present with us how many youths know what your earthly father's business is then we're making the point that for us to carry on our earthly father's business for us to be good succession successors we need to know what we're what our legacy is we need to know what our father's business is many religious many pretend religious people do not practice the heavenly father's will and we talk many times about god's will as if it is some dark secret partly because of this ignorance many youths have no clue what the father's business or his empire or his will is or know how to represent him colossians 1 verse 9 in the holy bible urges us to be filled with the knowledge of god's will his choice his purpose his decree god's business or his preferred plan or sovereign will or his desire is no secret as it litters the entire bible and includes a number of elements firstly number one man loving him and training their successors to be god's lovers and successors see deuteronomy 6 verses 5 to 7 in the holy bible number two god's will involves giving man eternal or everlasting life see john 3 16 john 10 28 and where everlasting life is christ and intimacy with the father see john 11 25 to 26 john 17 3 john 14 6 in the holy bible to unpack this a little bit just as we have food chains we have value chains chains being an interconnected series of activities and outcomes we are part of the eternal life chain where god came gave us life through christ his only begotten son and now we go and we share life with the world and it continues in what many people call a relay or a multiplier or snowball effect we made the point earlier about a relay team and one person completes a leg passes on to another and we're saying that christ did his leg in terms of what everlasting life is he showed us a man living life in unison with the heavenly father and that man being christ died rose again and he imparts himself through the through his spirit his breath the holy spirit to other men who believe other persons humans male and female who believe in him and they now share his breath with those around them as part of a discipleship process number three god's will is saving the world through him himself john 3 17 he saves the world himself and god involves us as his weapons of mass salvation god's will is number four 
his voluntary okay let me go back to number three we follow from the second point in number three god say we are not uh, christians do not save the world god saves the world himself see john 3 17 and we are involved in the process of transmitting the salvation to others but that salvation is done by god and it is his will that we he saves the world himself but it's his will that we pass on that salvation to others through this process of discipleship number four god's will is his voluntary full-time compulsory global worship and that is that all mankind will deliberately eliminate every choice but to be so impressed by god that we live permanent in permanent submission to him see exodus 20 verses 3 to 6 psalm 22 verse 3 psalm 107 revelation 19 1 to 6 psalm 34 verse 1 now to unpack this issue of global worship of god soul global worship of god false worship is mockery see mark number mark chapter 15 verses 16 to 20 matthew 27 verse 29 in the holy bible and God wants a cessation of mockery. See Galatians 6 verses 7 to 8. But as Abba Yahweh showed, or Father God showed, with Isaac, and that name means laughter, after Sarah mocked, Sarah, mocked him. Sarah is Abraham's, um, Abraham's, uh, Abraham's wife. He, God, can extract victory out of mockery as Israel, which means man who rules as God. Israel succeeded Isaac and resurrection follows crucifixion. Number five, and let's just take a break here and we'll get right back to this after the break. Join the Family Institute today and learn how to make better life choices by cultivating a godly mindset in our messianic mentorship programs. All programs are $120 per person monthly with personal sessions, $100 for individuals and $200 for family. We look forward to have you join the conversation at famtfamily.com. here from turn to burn continuing on our tour of the life raft of this is actually our first in this series of going a little bit in depth in in some family devotionals well you can use this as a family devotionals devotional in your business at your classroom and this first one is on succession being a youthful succession plan a youthful successor and we call this clement picture this will become clear Hopefully, if you continue on this process with us, but we're saying that a successor is one who carries on his father's legacy. And to do this, you must know what your father's legacy is. We started to go through the legacy of our heavenly father because we made a point. Don't call any man father except your heavenly father. This is a point that Christ made that speaks to how deeply God wants us to understand that our real legacy is that of our heavenly father. Um, more so than that of any earthly man that considers themselves our father. So what is that legacy? What is that will? We started to go through a number of those elements and we thank you for being present as we continue this process. 
we are continuing now with the fifth element of what we are calling God's will. What the Bible teaches us is God's will, and this is abundant life. See John 10, verse 10b in the Holy Bible. The thief comes but to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And that's in the Holy Bible, John 10, verse 10b. God wants us to be all he can be. Sinful man's best is hell, as all have fallen short of God's glory. Hitler and Manson probably did their best given their heathen constraints. However, there is no way man's best outside Christ is of any eternal use. God asked Job in Job 41 verse 1, whether he can wrestle Leviathan with a fishing rod. This question captures our best effort in life without an intimate relationship with Christ. We're making the point that God does not just want us to be the best we can be because some of our best is just not good enough and we need a better best. He gave us that better best in Christ and that is the best that mankind is expected to uphold not our best because our best can end us up in a gang and it can end us up uh, hugging a stripper, a stripper pole can end us up selling selling people in a in human trafficking that could be many people's best so he does not want us to be our best he wants us to be all to, to be all he can be not all we can be God's will is flesh mastery. Number six, flesh mastery and displaying sanctification. See 1 Thessalonians 4 verse 3 to 5. We're going to pick this up a little more. God's will, his business, this is what we're called to be successors in, is perfection. And this is one that we're probably going to spend a little bit of time on. See Genesis 17 verse 1, Matthew 5 verse 48, Ephesians 4 13. Now it's become popular even in religious institutions such as churches, to detest anyone who declares perfection in Christ. I will only ask then, is the church worshipping a practical joker God who commands us to be who he knows we cannot be in him? Now pre-Calvary, Elohim, who is God, the head of the Godhead, commanded Abraham and Christ exhorted his disciples in the Beatitudes to be perfect. Post-Calvary, Calvary is that place where Christ was crucified on the cross. So we're making this point now that since Christ's crucifixion, that is under the grace and the messianic covenant with Jesus Christ, Brother Paul, we explained who Paul was in other, in other podcasts, Brother Paul exhorts perfection in the call to perfection in 2 Corinthians 13 verse 9 to 11. The essence of the doctrine is that our Father, the creator of the heavens and earth, he wants his children to, to his children fully prepared, excuse me, to represent him or represent him. He wants us without flaw, as that is his image. He wants us excellent, he wants us fully equipped and to declare Christ. Paul ends the Corinth letter with a call to perfection, knowing the background of this community. Corinth was a Greco-Spartan town infused with rebellion. Spartans were of as good a reputation as Nazarenes. It was a port town and seemed to have a lewd reputation of carnality. These would be the perfect, these would be people perfected 
in Christ, as in, and now Paul agitates them to perfection in Christ. Sorry, these would be people perfected in sin. And now Paul agitates them to perfection in Christ. I'm pretty sure there are a lot of questions you may have so far. We urge you. We're going to continue on this. There are a lot more elements of the will of God that we want to share with you. We urge you to share your questions and reactions with us at connect at familyfamily.com. You could also send us a voice note if you're on the Anchor platform by sending us a voice call in. If you are not on this platform, you can uh, you can contact us at our face at our Facebook handle at famtstrong, and you can you can also go to our website at famtyfamily.com. Share this with your friends and family. If you are head of a family, share this with your family members on the issue of who a successor is. <clears throat> we also urge you to share this with your colleagues at work. Share this with your, if you're in a classroom, with your friends. So Lincoln, encouraging you to have a great day crushing effeminacy. Why rob God in this world of you and your family? And until next time, be nuclear. Join the FAMTI Institute today and learn how to make better life choices by cultivating a godly mindset in our messianic mentorship programs. All programs are $120 per person monthly with personal sessions, $100 for individuals and $200 for family. We look forward to have you join the conversation at famtfamily.com. He flipped the torture of Romans to accomplish love's invasion and after sin's remission left us the great suggestion. His commandment is the truth that propels the great commission. If Jesus is your answer, when will you ask him the question? He knows all of your doubts and fears. He sees you cry those secret tears. He knows the times you did those things. He knows you thirst for his blessings. The father that you seek on earth in no way mirrors your true worth. The life you lived, your imagination. If you doubt his son, you're destined to condemnation because you overlooked his resurrection and ascension after his life of fleshly perfection. He answers all of your old life questions by making you a new man. That man is only available by Christian mediation. We make doubt drive us away from God's forgotten son, who invites all man unkind to handle him, and not to hide like Adam, but cast all on him all your cares and sin, who flipped the torture of demons to accomplish love's invasion, and after sin's remission left us the great suggestion. His commandment is the truth that propels the great commission. Since Jesus is your answer, why don't you ask him 
a question and wait 